Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to Yogg's Cast. Hello. Hello. This is us role-playing. Hello. Hello. I am a robot. Hello. Okay, the adventure takes place just after midsummer, right? So it's the height of summer. We've got beautiful long days and short, very cold nights. And we found ourselves in the Grey Vale, mm-hmm. which is um, a beautiful part of the countryside with um, a charming place called Loudwater, Loudwater, which is the town, right. the local town. You're, you're listening to the Yog Pod. We're playing Dungeons & Dragons. I'm Zephos. I'm Honeydew. Okay, so we've all met in this... This wonderful town of Loudwater. Okay, we've come to the town for some reason, and we have to decide what we're doing here. So why are we here? Okay, well, uh, I my character is a um, what what are we doing? Right. <laughs> oh God, this is so I can so give you I can give you a hook. <clears throat> it's okay if you can't think of anything. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. We um we're visiting this town for the first time. We hooked up just outside the Grey Vale. We hooked um, up. We just happened to yeah. We just happened to bump into each other. What do you mean we hooked up? You had crawled out. I'm. You've crawled you out you of some You do know what that bowl. means. That means like we you know we like you know <laughs> got got together. In that sort of weird way, and you're like some sort of human bard. The... I'm a robot, and Lamadi is like some elf with a cat. It's safety in numbers. So when when you bump into people, just as you're travelling around the wilderness, it's good to hang out with them, right? Because there's strength in numbers. It's the herd mentality. We're like sheep. But what if we're not all aligned the same way? Um, alignment doesn't terribly matter. It's just um, you can just decide if you if you want to, you can decide whether you're going to be a, a good or bad character. I mean, it's it's all in how you play the character, what you decide. Right. Well, let's do. let's go through you our backgrounds again a little however bit, just, you want. Just because I I think that that's the most interesting bit. Okay. So my character is a golem who was defending like an ancient treasure vault underground and uh, he some raiders broke into the the, the vault and uh, stole the treasure and now I'm sort of on a mission to go after them and and reclaim the treasure. I'm a sort of golem <laughs> and by by a complete coincidence you just happened to bump into two adventurers outside yeah. your vault. Yeah. <laughs> well no I'd probably been tracking them for some So we time. were beaten. And you know but I lost track of them, and now I'm just sort of don't really know where to go. And I, well, I maybe I saw you. I mean, you that were could in have trouble. been. Maybe maybe you were having like a bit of trouble fighting off some 
someone, and because I'm a good character, I, I saved you from wolves or something, and then I decided because that... Because you're naturally, you're programmed to defend people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is my programming, must defend human. No, I just, I just thought that, you know, safety in numbers. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I'm a golem, but I'm not stupid. So who are you, Honeyju? What's your character? You are stupid, though, aren't my you? Name's, your character is my stupid. My character's called Brick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a human bard called Dylan um, with a magical, inspiring voice. Um, I bumped into this, this queer-looking fellow <laughs> who, who appeared to be made out of metal <laughs> and brick. Queer-looking. Um, yeah, oddly enough, use that he was term. a bit strange. It's fine. It's it's a medieval setting. Right, We're allowed right. to use words like queer. Um, I had a gay spring in my step right. when I saw you. Okay. I had a gay spring <laughs> in my step when I came across a queer-looking came fellow. across him. <laughs> okay, so hello, my name is Dylan. Who the hell are you? Hello, my name is Brick. I am a robot. Thanks for helping me against those wolves back then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so Such we... a good impression. I'm, I'm like bowled over by that. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Uh, so we've, so the two of us have have hooked up. Yeah. When I had a, a queer. Oh, I forget how it came all over me. But yeah, I had a gay, I had a gay spring in my step. I came all over this queer-looking fellow. Yeah, exactly. And then we met um, the Madias character. We bumped into Maidawin. Hannah. <laughs> Maidawin. Don't be shy. Hello. Now, how did we come across Hannah, so to speak? Well, what surely you, what have you been up I to? would come across you two, seeing as you both are crap in the woods. Ah. I mean, crap in the woods. We don't... Sorry. I happen to know that there's a lovely town nearby called Loudwater. It's, That's role-playing. Is that where you're from? Maria? Hang on. You can just decide. You can say, okay, yeah. No, I can't. Yeah, there's I was staying. Oh, for I'm about to get gate-crashed. Oh, Hang for on. God's sake. Is it sake. a queer-looking fellow? So, right, well, we've... The Maddie has joined us somehow. She's came over us on, on the in the woods. Um, she was she was on the outskirts of the town, um, picking berries. And she saw something. that a strange man with a magical instrument and a massive metal golem are sort of just you know they look like a good bunch of trampling uh, through the woods. <laughs> Could, but maybe she could, <laughs> like knocking over trees. <laughs> run. Maybe she could like I don't know. No, she wouldn't try and rob us though, would she? Why, why would she ever like come and? No, of course she wouldn't. Come and like. Uh... Have you got a dice there? A die. I might do. You're rolling it. Oh man. So we're all together. This is good. Hello. It's a good start. Sorry We've got three. <laughs> Ha- Hannah, your character, Maidawin, was out... You're staying in Loudwater. Yes! Um, you're, you've been picking some berries around the town. 
out on the outskirts of town, and yes. you bump into us, and we've never been there before. Hello. Okay, so we're going to the town. This is taking ages to get to this goddamn town. Jesus, you think this is taking ages? <laughs> this is taking us about five <laughs> seconds to get there in the whole scheme of things. Um. Okay, so first of all, we're going to need um. Hannah can roll for a nature check. Because she's been on the outskirts of the town, she can check some things. Okay. Hannah. Are you guys scared yet? Roll a nature check. Okay. How are we going to do the dice rolls? Roll, roll, Hannah. Di- Hannah roll. Hannah, how many dice? You're going to have to roll on. Uh, for her. Oh, right. Do you have dice? Yes. Okay, we'll roll. Okay, so Maidowin... She's trained in nature. She has plus five to it. Mm-hmm. Modified by her zero wisdom. Right, let me check something. Already, we're stopping to look at the rules. Good. Good. And it hasn't even started Just yet. cut the rule bits out. Oh, right. Oh, this is easy, actually. No, we have... got a natural Shut up, Hannah. We have to look at the rules. That. We're going to play this properly, even if it takes... Forever. Oh God. Okay, so Hannah, no, no, you've been. Okay, so Hannah's been staying in the town for a while. She's been out picking berries on the outskirts of town to make her berry juice with her famous Maidowin berry juice. Um, and as she's been looking around, she's noticed that some of the trees have lost their leaves around the outskirts of right. the town. And that oh dear. the ground beneath oh, wow. her feet, the blades of grass seem a bit they seem a bit crisp. They crunch underfoot. Um and occasionally she'll see the the white breath come out of her mouth as she's as she's breathing heavily, slumped over picking berries. It's cold. That's what I'm saying. It's cold. It's getting a bit cold for some reason in the middle of summer. Yes, it's the middle of summer, and on the outskirts of town, it's it seems to be hmm. a little bit chilly, which is a bit odd. And mysterious. Okay. Well, that's a bit of foreshadowing, obviously, for what's to come. But so Hannah has to. She has to do some role playing here. She has to introduce herself to us. Say who she is. And she has to inform us that something isn't quite right around the town of Loudwater. Maybe we've like stumbled across you picking berries, and now I'm like raising my mace threateningly. I'm intimidating you. Why would you intimidate her? I mean, she looks. She's like this harmless, frail, pretty girl with a little pet oh. cat by her side. She's picking right. berries. And the first thing you do is you, like, jump <laughs> up behind stuff. her, fucking waving your flail around and roaring in her face. No, 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 that's not... No, no, I don't think I don't think she's like... I think she's sort of a, a slanty-eyed, sneaky-looking half-elf. What? You can't like, say that. You can't say that. Is that, like, racism against half-elves? It is. I'm, just, I'm just a bit anyway. twitchy, that's all. I'm, I'm a... 
I don't know whether she's going to threaten to, like, you know, she could be, what's she doing all the way out here in the woods? You know? Okay, well, ask her she, that. Ask her that in she's, character. She's a little bit dirty. Uh, I'm sorry? Ask her that in character. Ask her, what are you doing out here? Hello. Identify yourself. Hello. Um, I'm just picking berries. My name is Maidawin. And I'm from the village thing over there. Don't hurt me. Oh. Sorry. Brilliant. What a brilliant exchange. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Oh, dear. So I, with my insight, you know, I can tell that she's telling... Well, I can tell you this. Brick! I can tell she's telling the truth. And I know for a fact that the village or town of Loudwater is just here somewhere. So we know that she's telling the truth now. Okay. So I guess we can trust her a bit. Right. Now, Hannah... Um, well, actually, we can ask her. Um, well, what would you what would you like to ask her, Brick? Is there anything you want to find um, out? Please provide information about local housing area. There is an inn called the Fat Pig, um, which does a very nice bed and breakfast. I don't know why I've gone into this voice. Um, Um, there's also a potion shop, an armour merchant, and a consumables vendor. The story is going nice nowhere. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine though. We're we're getting used to it. We're getting into the flow of it. We're, you know, we're learning how to role play just a little bit, and we're getting into our characters. And this I is get fine. the impression that I should have chosen a character that was a little bit more sociable, <laughs> because. My robot isn't actually supposed to be the one uh, initiating conversations. No, this is good though. <laughs> this is good though because what you're saying, you know, you know, you're different. You're different. You're special. Vive la différence. Uh, right, okay. Excuse me, young maiden. Could you please lead us the way to the inn, if you would be so kind? Yes, of course. Best role-playing ever, this is. Excellent news. She immediately does what I say. What the hell? It's a bit odd. I will refrain from crushing your skull for a while. Okay, so, the three of us journey from the outskirts of the town, past the industrial district, (sighs) the out-of-town Asda, <laughs> um, there's an office world there that we uh, we stroll got past. Half price offer on computer chairs. Actually, that could be quite useful if we needed if we needed a chair. It's only ten gold pieces. You could use that. We could say that your flail, your flail is actually a half price computer chair that you bought from the <laughs> the out of town office world from Loudwater. Oh. Um, so we we head into town. Um, it's quite a quaint little town. The sun is is shining above us, but it's 
it's kind of shimmering, there's like an aura around the sun. Let's see. Um we want to we want to set up possibly a base in the inn. So we want to get ourselves some um some housing for the night possibly. Mm hmm Because we've had a long journey getting to Loudwater. Mm-hmm. So um so Maidawin shows us the way to the inn. Um it's quite a ramshackle place. It's probably quite cheap for us, which you know we're quite relieved by because we don't actually have any gold on us really. Um, there, there don't seem to be any horses in the stables as we walk past. We just see that there's a couple of old donkeys, these old grey donkeys with these right these roomy yellow eyes. They seem okay. to be coughing a bit. Um, we think that's a little bit odd. Oh dear. Um, but we we don't worry about it too much. I mean, this might be perfectly normal for a town like Loudwater. We don't know. So we walk into the inn. Um, it's quite dark inside. Um, it's quite dirty as well. There's straw all over the floor. Um, you think you might see um, Brick. Brick thinks he sees a pile of vomit over in the corner, but he doesn't. Well, how do you react to that? You walk into an inn. It looks like it's a state. Human mucus extract located on carpet <laughs> over there. You rolled a good perception check to to be able to identify the vomit. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, I'll give you a bonus one XP for that. That's nothing. That doesn't mean anything at all. <laughs> um. <laughs> So the innkeeper is there. He's behind the the bar area of the inn, um, and he looks up. He sees Maidawin, who he recognises, but he also sees um, quite a handsome, good-looking man uh, with a, a bit of a beard, some quite long hair. That's that's me I'm describing myself. Right. Um, yep. He even though the the innkeeper is a, a strictly heterosexual man. He can't help but <laughs> but feel slightly attracted to this this handsome beast of a man. And he actually gazes <laughs> he actually gazes down to the trouser area of the right, bard, yeah. and he sees yeah. a massive bulge in the in the bard's trouser. Is that your your loot? <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to keep it in your uh, pocket. Do you have a loot in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Um, he I also sees a horrible, a terrifying-looking, monstrous beast, a, a giant metal man with glowing eyes, who appears to be pointing at um, where Dave was sick last night, for some right. reason. He seems to be fascinated with this pile of vomit that Dave left. Analysis um, running... Excuse me, what do you think you're doing? Greetings, barkeep. I'm not a barkeep, I own this place. I'm the innkeeper. My name is, um, Jeremy, Jeremy Innkeeper. Kyle. (laughs) I couldn't think of a name. Jeremy Kyle. I am Jeremy Kyle. I suppose you're looking for lodgings, are ye? That's how they speak, they see ye. I do not require... Shelter or 
sustenance. However, these meat bags do. You will find them well, a room. If you're well, Maidawin already has a room here, right? If you don't want to buy anything, and if you don't want a room, um, could you get out of my fucking inn, please? Because you're taking up a lot of space there, and you're pointing out the vomit that Dave left last night. Yes, I can. Is that it? You're just going to leave? You're just going to let this guy boss you around? Yeah, yeah. Is that it? I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out into. I don't want to, you know. Yeah, he doesn't pose any threat. I'm just going to go out and stand outside. He's being rude to you. Yeah, but he's not armed. He told you to get the fuck out. I don't mind. How do you know he's not armed? I can't tell whether he's being Have rude or not, man. Have you examined I don't know. him? I don't take offence like that. So you're just, you can, you're the, you're the type of guy who just lets people push you no. around and you just do whatever they no, say. No, I just don't have a problem with it. I, you know, there's nothing for there, nothing in there for me. I'm just going to go and stand outside for a few hours until you guys have had some sleep. With the donkeys. Um, I mean, you could have tried intimidating him. No. That was that was an option. Well, I'm, I'm not going to. Gonna, I'm just going to, you know, I don't want to get into a bar fight. That always happens in these things. Okay. So, basically, what happens is the bard, Dylan, he buys a room for the night. He has a charming candlelight meal with Maidawin. Oh, nice. He fails to get anywhere with her whatsoever. Well, he doesn't want to, though, does he? all she does is talk about cushions. I thought he was um, a little bit... What? I'm sorry? Yeah. What? I thought that was the no, impression you were No, he is all man. He is a man's man. Wait, no. Yeah, uh... he's a man's man. That's exactly what I thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Maidawin and, and Dylan, they eat... They go to bed. You're just stood completely still outside yeah. with two ill donkeys for all of the night until the sun rises the next day. I'm just giving a nod to the donkeys. That's is, is that all you do? You don't want to do anything else? You don't want to explore around the town at night? No, that doesn't interest me. You, you're just not interested whatsoever. <laughs> So you literally just stand there all night next to two sick donkeys. Well, no, I'm sort of guarding you, you know. I'm, like, watching out, making sure oh, there's right. no suspicious characters around. Right, okay. So you're so you're taking in your surroundings, you're looking around at people, seeing who's passing by, that kind of thing? Well, I'm not really very perceptive, but, I mean, I'm. that's why the stuff got stolen from the vault in the first place. Well... You don't need to be too perceptive if you're stood there for hours at a time watching people come and go. You will just see certain things. Yeah. I mean, for example, you can see there's quite a few arguments that go on in town. Oh, gosh. As you're stood there. Um, you see lots of people covered in dirt and muck arguing with quite a well-dressed um, young half-elf lady. Right. Um, you know that it's not it's not made a win, but you don't know who it is. They all look the same to um, me. They do. Um but she's she's quite well dressed and there's all of these mucky people constantly coming up to her arguing. She tries to walk away from them and they you know, they're they're catching her ear and arguing again and again. But I mean you're not that interested in what they're actually saying, so you're no. not paying attention to that. But you know there's something something's a Something's a bit strange, surely, you realise. 
so it's the next day and we've we've performed our, our daily ablutions we are we're clean fresh of face after a long night's sleep um, and the bard Dylan and the sorceress Maidwin make their way out of the inn um, Maidwin's kind of being like a like a, a tour guide I guess for the bard mm-hmm. um, and we see outside that you you're still stood there with the donkeys so Hannah are you still here are you still alive Yes. Yes. Hooray! You could have chipped in at any point. You realise. The sun has risen. Our journey continues. I had a lovely dinner last night. And I had a sausage this morning. If you know what I mean. Brick looks at you. Okay. (laughs) He doesn't understand. He's a simple fellow. Hey guys, I'm a bit bored. This town seems pretty dull to me. Have either of you seen anything interesting going on? Um, here. In town. <laughs> Today. Or during the night, yeah. Um. Or yesterday. During the night, there were arguments amongst okay. humans. And a slant-eyed person was arguing with the inhabitants. Also, one of the donkeys took a shit on my foot. What do you mean, slant-eyed? I'm just going to point at her face. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. You like the vomit. <laughs> you just stand there in silence, pointing accusingly at something. <laughs> okay. So you're saying there's a lady who looks like Maidawin? Affirmative. And she was arguing with people. Guys, could, like, I think I can us. smell an adventure. I can smell an adventure. Okay. Let's talk to some people and find out what's going on here. I have been scanning my logs, visual logs from last night, and I believe with 99% surety that one of the raiders I am hunting is in this town. Oh my god. I suggest we speak with this half-elf to acquire information. Let us travel, and then I walk really slowly. (laughs) <laughs> pointing as you do so in front of you. <laughs> pointing. <laughs> Maidawin, do you know any of the important people in town? Well, there aren't that many um important people in the town because it is quite a small one. That's what she said. But there is a um <laughs> civic leader which is the half-elf Lady Moonfire, who, um, she's got a responsibility for the protection of the town, so perhaps it was that night-elf, night-elf, half-elf that you saw last night. I would concur with that analysis. 
I suggest we check the large building over here points. So there's there's a large there's a large building in front of you. That's um, the town hall. It is the town hall. That's amazing. I know. Um, is is clearly very knowledgeable about this town. Um, so she she takes the hand of the golem brick and she she tries to drag him towards the town. How do you react to this half elf woman just grabbing your hand? Uh, passively. No, I'll just I'll just I mean I I'm warming to her now. I've got more important things on my mind, having checked my visual logs, and I've I've the gesture. Oh. has decreased her threat level in my internal capacitor. <laughs> Your internal capacitor. Yeah, that's the thing that measures threat. Yeah. Yeah, the 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 gest the, the gentle gesture it's warmed your metal heart. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're going hand in hand okay. like Dorothy and the Tin Man <laughs> towards the <laughs> I'm holding hall. your other hand. <laughs> <laughs> and we skip into the town hall. <laughs> Down the yellow brick road. So we walk into the town hall and there seems to be some form of reception area in front of us. There's 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 what could be described as a, a crude waiting room with some shitty wooden chairs for people to sit on as they wait um, and there's a desk and behind that desk there's this wizened old man who's staring up at you and he, he uh, you can tell just by looking at him that he is sick of people <laughs> he hates your presence here he doesn't really want to speak to you he is, he's probably had a very bad day, and it's only like ten o'clock in the morning. Greetings, old creature. Eh, what do you want? <coughs> Please provide us with the location of Lady Moonfire. Lady Moonfire is very busy. She doesn't want to speak to anyone. Uh, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Old creature, you will provide information, oh. sort, intimidation. Okay, let's do this. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I ain't telling you anything. Yeah, get out of here. The intimidation doesn't work. He's not scared of you. He's just, he just wants to get rid of you. Uh, alright. Um, so how can we get some information out of him or, or secure a, a meeting with Lady Moonfire? Could I perhaps make it worth your while? Oh, Jesus. I have gold. Lots of gold. Oh, right. Thank God for that. Oh, Jesus. Ugh. Disgusting men. Oh, what way you were going with that? Jesus Christ. No, I'm going to bribe him with money. When you... see. As soon as you said, can I make it worth your while, his eyes lit up, he, it looked as though his birthday had come, he, he, was, he was so happy, 
there was, there was just a glimmer of hope and of happiness. And as soon as you mentioned the money, that just dissolved. And and he he just sighs. He he lowers his head to the desk with a, an audible thump, and he starts crying. <laughs> That's him crying. He's crying. Right. So, are you are you really going to bribe him or attempt to bribe? Him? What with money? Uh, has someone got? Has someone else got charm? I mean, I'm not exactly the one who should be doing the negotiations here, anyway. Yeah, I mean, diplomacy is the skill that you use, which Maidwin is very talented at. Okay. He didn't like my money. Use diplomacy. Well, it was it was what it was what you said. It was the words that you used. <laughs> exactly, those words. They cut him deep. He thought he was going to get some action, but it turns out that you don't see him that way. Um, and you just want to give I'm him money. I'm only twenty. Are you going to attempt to bribe him with gold? And if so, how much are you going to offer him? Well, I don't know how much how important one gold piece is in this. One game. gold piece. That'll do. And a kiss. (laughs) One gold piece and a kiss. Holy shit. I like how Zephos is now using me as a bargaining tool. (laughs) Levadia, look, just... Just... Yeah. Just go with... Just go with whatever you want. I'm really sorry I upset you. I'm really sorry I I upset you. But I really (laughs) need to talk to Lady (laughs) Moonfire. I'm so alone. He's wailing. <laughs> Perhaps if I cross your palm with silver. You're not a gypsy. Give him the cat. It'll despawn after 25 hours. Oh, okay. Hours. Um, a new one. I can't offer him the cat. What kind of offer is that? Say him a... No, but maybe he likes cats. And maybe the cat will like purr around his legs or something. I'd and l- it'll cheer him up. Would he really want a cat? Just think about no. this. No. Would he be interested in a cat? Yeah. Just like the cat. The cat solves the problem. Is that a cat? Is that a cat? Now yes. he's his 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 demeanour has changed entirely. He stopped crying. He looks terrified. He looks absolutely terrified. His eyes are wide open, he's gripping the desk. That beads of sweat drip down his brow, and he is eyeing the cat as though it is a lethal weapon pointed at him. If you were to let us see Lady Moonfire, I could take the cat away, and I might give you a hug. (gasps) (laughs) Wow, (laughs) there you go, a hug, oh my god. I will also provide a hug. I don't want a hug from him. I want a hug from her. And get rid of the cat! <laughs> he points at the cat. I point at the cat. I too point at the cat. And then it goes away. <laughs> uh, Dylan the Bard also points at the cat. The cat lets out a horrible screech and jumps out the window. Hooray! Goes the man. Um, he leaps from behind the desk and launches himself at Maidawin. His arms outstretched. 
ready to hug her. Oh, now, how shit. do you react? Um, can I dodge it? It would be a reflex save. Can I do that? <laughs> okay, hang on. Oh, you don't dodge him at all. You do not dodge him. Oh my god. Oh, he... Okay, uh, he's... He's managed to grapple you as a grab action. And... <laughs> he's... He's, um... Oh my god, there's actually a fear for being pointed at. Mm-hmm. My cat has Wow. It. That's actually a condition, a medical condition. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. So he's he's grappling you. He's he's kind of making a weird noise like <coughs> like that. He's filled with happiness. He's squealing and he's hugging you tight. Um Brick, how would you react to this? Passively. I'm just going to stand there. Oh, thanks. No, I'm going to just I'm just going to look at Dylan. Like sideways. Are you gonna point <laughs> point at the man? There's a strange beeping noise. A strange beeping noise within the place. <laughs> that's um that's brick. He's beeping. The hug alarm is going off. It's alright. So okay. Oh my god. No, no. Are you not gonna do anything? You're just going to let this weird, knackered like old quite, man He's not like filthy just or anything, is he? Grapple. Like, he must be quite clean. He's just an old man. He's an old man! There's nothing wrong with that. He's a nice old man. He needs a bit of a hug. He's probably very short as well, so is it boob height? Well, you're pretty not good. tiny. Oh my god. Actually, is it I'm an elf, height? so I should be quite tall. That's a, good, that's a good question. Hang on, hang on. Is he, like, motorboating you? If it's boob height, it's not on. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. Doing not much that, to motorboat in there, that. to be honest. Sorry. Oh wow! <laughs> I do. Wow. Vastly off topic. <laughs> okay, so the guy he he's hugging Hannah, and suddenly he shudders. His face turns bright red, and he just legs it straight out of the town hall. And there's like a puff of smoke as he as he runs away. So you're in the town hall. You're standing in front of the the desk, an empty desk. Um, and you you do spy a door over in the corner. A door that says um, it says Lady Moonfire. It says Lady Loud Moonfire. On it says, it. Oh my god! It says Loud Waters. It says that on it. <laughs> it says. It says, if it says that on it, why haven't we noticed it earlier? That's my question. Because I would have strove straight up. We just to left it, the fucking cat looking the old at man, it. And we could have avoided door. the last 15 minutes <laughs> of crap. For God's sake. It says no, no cats, it says on it as well, or something. Of me being practically raped by an old man. Well, you didn't look around. You didn't look around the room. You didn't try and, ex- you know, examine anything. You didn't You didn't look around. You didn't say, oh, I would like to... I don't know what we're allowed to do. Or... <coughs> if I say, oh, look, there's a well, then the well might not be allowed. <laughs> so you didn't... So, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. No, all right. hang on, hang so on. So I, I walk up to the door. 
And not funny. Let describe it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, okay. It's a giant double door. (laughs) It's probably... It's probably nine feet tall right. and about twelve feet wide. So about the size doors. of me then. And emblazoned, em, emblazoned on these these wooden doors in some glowing, some glowing glyphs. It says in Bruce. very pretty, in pretty florid language, um, language in writing, florid writing. Can it says, see? "Lady Moonfire, civic leader of Loudwater." Office here, and there's an arrow pointing right to the door. To the How door does an arrow itself? on the door point to the door? <laughs> this is the door that you didn't spot. Where does it point? It's gl- points, it points into the door, so it's just a square. <laughs> what you're saying is there's a square. Yeah, yeah, but it's gl- it's bright, glowing writing. Okay. I don't know how you failed to spot it. I, d- I just Wow. Well, maybe wow. I was being put off by the fact that an old man was trying to rape me. You know. He wasn't. Leave him alone. He's a nice old man. I like him. I hope we meet him again. Well, you can oh, hug him God. next time. Next time we have to visit a city leader, okay. the same old man will be there. <laughs> oh, God. It's like Nurse Joy at all the Pokemon centres. Wow. So, you're squeezing you're in the Pokemon the references. For the Dungeons and Dragons RPE session of the Yog Pod, three people who are addicted to World of Warcraft. Could we be any worse? We could all be drunk. <sighs> okay. So what are you going to do with the door? What are you going to do? I'm, I'm going to. Well, I'm, I'm going to knock kick on the door. Kick it down. Okay. Um, I'm not going to really kick it. I always like take the polite approach. If the polite approach fails, of course you do. Then, well, we'll see. So you you. You knock on the door and you you leave a visible dent in it as you do so because you are so strong and you don't really quite know how to handle your own strength. I'm not really very familiar with um, knocking, so I just knock once. You knock once, leaving a massive dent and that one knock is the, the loudest world. noise that this village has ever, ever witnessed. It's it's like the noise of a sonic boom going off in the middle of town. Um, you can hear some rustling of papers from behind the door. I push the, the door open. Other than I'm, I mean, I'm not that familiar <gasps> with um, human etiquette, but I do know the very basics. And so I've knocked, and now I can come in. I, I understand that that's that's what happens with locked with closed doors. Okay, it's polite. You open the door, and in front of you, there, you can't even see a desk in this office. It's just sheafs of paper everywhere. On the floor, on top of some boxes in the corner, there's a couple of chairs that are piled high with paper. And on the floor, on her knees, you see the half-elf, who is clearly... Lady Moonfire, you can determine this much. You're not that stupid. I recognise her from my visual capacitor. <clears throat> yes. Visual logs, recognise Lady Moonfire, and then you point at her. <laughs> <laughs> Confirm identification. Would you like to talk to Lady Moonfire? Would you like to explain why you barged into her office? 
because she hasn't quite had time to react yet. Well, since my last conversation went so well, I might as well try again. Greetings! Right, she looks up. She sees a giant Iron Man. Please, I am looking to acquire information about suspected criminal... Oh, hello there! Um, who the hell are you and what are you doing in my office? And... I suppose you're the source of that enormous bang, aren't you? Oh dear, oh dear. I think, Hannah, you should cut in here. You can't just ask questions and demand. I'm still outside. You're in her office. in without me. I'm just standing outside looking at the desk. Oh, alright, I've just blundered in. The reception desk. Mm Mm-hmm. Still in shock at being touched by a human. Yesterday night at... 7.21am My visual units detected a man believed to be a criminal walking down the main square. Description follows. 5 foot 6 bandana with red stripe long white robe with red swirly symbols resembling a dragon. Do you know this man? I don't think I do know that man, no. But, um, are you some kind of police officer? No. So you're you're not a police officer. You're just some random man, not even a man. Probably doesn't even know what it is, what a police officer is. I'm an ancient Warforged defender that's just come out of, like, the ground with a completely forgotten series of etiquette rules. That were never very well programmed to begin with. Hang on, did you say... Her voice changes every time I speak, just get used to it. Did you say he, um, he had a dragon symbol on his bandana? Yes, and on... (laughs) His cloak, your royal highness. Actually, now that I think about it, I, I do, I do know this fellow. I've seen him around a few times. Do you know where he could be located? Well, I I could tell you, um, but you would have to do something for me. State your request. We've had a lot of trouble in town lately, over the last few weeks. Um, even though it's the middle of summer, the the fields outside of town where the farmers grew their crops have been freezing cold and all the crops have been dying. I've had earfuls from these farmers day and night. I, I, I'm barely able to sleep. They're knocking on my doors. They're moaning. They're complaining. They're suggesting that I do something and find out what's going on. I have no idea what could possibly be causing this, but something terrible and, and possibly evil is going on. Hello? Hello? That's a long what? speech. Oh, God. How how can I help you, Lady Moonfire? Well, I would like you to find the source of this evil cold that's haunting us and, and ruining our harvests. Um, not that we've had a harvest yet, because it's summer, but, but come autumn, when, when we harvest things... All of the crops are going to be completely fucked, and we're we're not going to be able to eat our dinners. 
because there will be no dinner, because all of the crops will be dead, and that's what we eat for dinner, our crops. I would like you to explore the nearby forest, which we call the Dire Wood. Um, your voice box appears to have changed dramatically. I... It's how we pronounce it. Um, oh. If you... I could write it down for you, if that would help. Yes. Um, it's... Here we go. It's spelled D-I-R-E-W-O-O-D. Dire wood. Um... <laughs> Do you mean the um, dark wood to the south of the settlement? Um, actually, no. It's to the north. Um, oh, so I'm not quite sure. Which, you, you got which is the one wrong. to the south? Um, the south is the the happy wood. Um, oh, it's where the children <laughs> go and play. Um, it looks quite there are rabbits dark to frolic to me. I'm no, sure I no, saw it's, it's, an evil presence it's, it's, when we visited. No, it's 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 a nice safe place. The happy wood, the the dark wood is the. Is the, uh, <laughs> the dire wood is the place that we we tend to have problems with. Right, um, right. Apparently, apparently we had the same kind of trouble around thirty years ago. Uh, um, but but it was nowhere near as bad as it is. Um, in town, it's not so it's not so bad. And outside of on the outskirts of town, it's not so bad either. But but once you go out, it's the dire wood. You'll see just how how terrible it is. Okay. It's terrible. It's like the middle of the bloody winter out there. What's going on? I shall investigate. Explore the dire wood. Find out what's going on. Yes. And I will I will reward you with gold pieces and um and information about this gentleman that you are looking for with the bandana. Okay. I will return shortly. Right, so I, that's all right. I've just turned around. I will give you and your friends five hundred gold pieces if you find out the source of this. I wasn't listening to that. I've just stomped out, and um, where are you I'm going? going? I'm going Hello? to the Northwood. We need I'm heading, help. Help I'm us. heading out towards the. Uh, Come back! Come back! The North Forest. <laughs> You're just wandering no, just... out. Your hand is pointing yeah. north like a compass, <laughs> and you're following it. I think someone's going to have to stop me. Okay, well, the bard, he turns to Maidowin, and he says, Did you hear that? Five hundred gold, man! We can help you. Sure. There we go. <laughs> Brick isn't interested in money anyway, so yeah. So we found out that outside of the town of Loudwater, in the Grey Vale, there yep. is a forest known as the Dyerwood. <laughs> and that is where we are going to head to, to actually embark on the adventure for real, after we've done oh all of God. this. So was this just the intro, shit. basically? Um, pretty much. This is... Oh, what we've done is, we've we created the characters, we've put them in a setting, we've introduced them to, well, I think three locals we've had. Um, 
we found out and that the there's donkeys. something going on. There's something going on in the town. People are unhappy. Their crops are being ruined because of this unseasonably cold weather in the middle of summer. You know that the source of it is somewhere in the dire wood. And if we go there, find out what's going on and put a stop to it, we'll be rewarded with 500 gold. Sweet. So that's not bad. That's not bad. Okay, we've made very good progress. Uh, I think that was very, very usable. Yeah, part, part one. one. That's part one. Part two is where the action kicks in. Yeah. See, behind the scenes, humble listener, um, Honeydew is constantly rolling dice, you know, to see what's going to happen next. Well, and, you know, not make constantly, you know, make, but quite often. Tell us what happens. Constantly. He's constantly rolling dice. He's rolling them now. Can you hear, humble listener? Can I'll you give you an the example. Dice? At the last, the last four rolls that I did, there was um. Oh jeez, I can't remember what they were for. But brilliant. But essentially, yeah, brilliant. three. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't make notes. I just quickly rolled and continued. But out of the last four rolls, there were two fours and a five. <laughs> Which is brilliant. Which means that nothing extra was revealed that could have been. Isn't that amazing? So there could have been all this extra story, oh. and you just didn't get it. Thank God for that, to be honest. We didn't get it. I mean, this was long no, enough. No, I mean, it's just... I mean, it can be just little extra information right. and stuff. Do you want to um, uh, have a short break and then carry on and do another bit, or, or have you had enough? Dude, be thankful. Yes. Be thankful that you found out about the fucking dire wood. I mean, you might say <laughs> that. Had no idea. Me, me, me and Hannah do. would have been like standing there. <laughs> you know. Ugh. There is someone. I'll tell you now. There is someone else in town that you haven't found out about due to a failed mm. roll. Um, and there's somewhere sp- specific in the dire wood that you have to look for. That you haven't found out about, and there is a there is a couple of dangers that you haven't found out about either. We're not allowed to go yeah. back Brilliant. and ask, are we? Well done. No, no, it's gone. It's done. It's it. Um. Well, that's all from the York Pod this week. Do let us know if you want to hear more of the adventures of Dylan, Brick, and uh, Maynard. Okay, guys. Uh, bye. <laughs>